Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming horse market in China, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Jojo Wang from Shanghai and Hong Kong, introducing China to the world. Hey, Jojo, how are you? I'm doing okay, but the fifth wave pandemic is attacking Hong Kong. And we did not expect this wave is causing so much damage compared to the previous waves. There are many people working from home, and the city has slowed down by all the prevention measurements. I heard from the news, but expert teams and medical staff have been sent from Kongtong to Hong Kong recently to provide help and assistance. Hopefully, with their experience and involvement, Hong Kong will overcome the difficulties very soon. Definitely. I'm sure the situation will get better with the assistance from the mainland medical team. We heartily thank all the medical workers standing on the front line to protect our city and, most importantly, millions of people's lives. Right, much appreciated. Well, speaking of COVID, you know the Queen Elizabeth II tested positive last week. Hope she will get well soon. Yes, I hope she will get well soon. This year is an exceptional year for the Queen and the British people. They will celebrate the Platinum Jubilee of the Queen to mark the 70th anniversary of her accession to the throne. We all know the Queen is a rider since very young age, and she is also a very successful racehorse owner. Her Majesty has won 534 races from 3,205 runs. Over her career as a racehorse owner, since ascending to the throne in 1952, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II has been an unserving patron of royal escort. She has never missed a royal meeting except in 2020 due to the pandemic. She has also owned 22 winner of race at royal escort. In 2013, estimate owned by Her Majesty the Queen won the gold cup. The first time in the race, 2007 years history that has been won by the reigning monarch. No doubt, the Queen is the best patron of British racing. In this special year, the industry body dedicated to guiding and growing global investment into British horse racing, the Great British Racing (aka GBRI) made a great move towards Chinese horse lovers. Let's see what is going on in today's China news. On February ninth, the GBRI organized a lunch banquet at one of the British's more prestigious private clubs, the Annabelle's Club, and around thirty Chinese guests were invited to attend the event. At the event, GBRI announced to the establishment of the Dynasty Racing Club. The Dynasty Racing Club aims to create a platform for Chinese and British racing enthusiasts to enjoy and share their experience in racing, breeding, and investing in Britain racing world. By organizing regular events and providing exclusive experience for its members, it is the first membership club dedicated to Chinese and British horse lover in UK. Member of the Dynasty Club will enjoy series of events throughout the year. They will be able to assess in Big Race Day, visit stables, attend educational conference, etc. Basically, everything they need to know to enjoy the UK racing. The Honourable Harry Herbert, CEO of Highclere Thoroughbred Racing and of the Royal Ascot Racing Club. And coordinator of the Cartier Racing Awards is appointed president of the Dynasty Racing Club. 
He is a very important figure of the British racing community. Yes, and we will follow up on the activity of the Dynasty Racing Club. Hope it will create new energy and contribute to the UK-China exchange in the racing sector. All right, now let's have a look at our China club today. Crescent Hills Equestrian Club in Fujian Province. The club is located in hot spring resorts named Crescent Hill in Zhangzhou City, Fujian Province. The facility covers 26,000 square meters of the construction area with indoor and outdoor training arena for jumping and dressage. They own over 30 horses, including ponies, warm bloods, and retired thoroughbred. And the club focuses on young rider training, combining the CEA and French Gallop system with training the future rising star of the region. It is interesting to notice that the club is constructed inside a huge hot springs resort, part of the real estate project. The owner and the developer of the project is definitely willing to bring up the value and quality of the project by setting up an equestrian club, which is considered as a luxury sport in China. It is a very Chinese way to build and run an equestrian club. And in today's China Story session, we've talked to Logos. We have talked to Logos Hall. He's the head coach at Shanghai County Down Club. We've introduced the Shanghai County Down Club in the Season 1, Episode 19, China Club section. It is a small and beautiful club developed within a real estate project. Well, let's listen to Logos China Story. Good morning, Logo. How are you? Good, thank you. Good morning, Jojo. We know that you have full experience in the question um, overseas. Could you tell us how how did you come to China and what makes you come to China? Yeah, so I answered the question immediately. I was hired by Stephen Sun uh, at Lake Stage Equestrian Center in Zhangjiagang, Suzhou about seven years ago. So prior to that, I spent a number of years in Chile, South America, as also as a show jumping coach working for a private family. And prior to South America, I was in Europe. I was training in Germany as a three-day eventer. And yeah. prior to that, I started to ride when I was in teenage in California. And I started hunter equitation. Uh, which allowed me to have a very strong basic. And while I was doing training, I ended up learning to fox hunt because mm -hmm. most of the cross-country mm -hmm. jumping require quite a bit of um, the horse's confidence. The horse can navigate the cross-country unevenness ground. So what I ended up doing is taking young horses out hunting and in a way of training the horse how to do cross-country jumping. Cool. So very multi-talented coach in China. So with your experience um, living and brought up and training in, you know, Europe, US and Chile, like all over the world, what do you think is the most, you know, um, different in like in between Chinese way and European way or USA? Yeah, very good question. I think by having these different experiences in different country, riding different type of horses, my conclusion is that there is no one specific way. It's not the German way or the French way or any other way, 
but it's the way of you as a writer, um, what you can use for your own self. So in China market at the moment, many of us uh, have been influenced by either the French or the German or the English. They come in and they say, well, this is the way we do things and that's the way you should be doing. There's nothing wrong with that, but I always would like to tell people that over time you will find that you can have some of the German ways, some of the English ways, and some of the whatever ways become your way. And I think that would be the most, most uh, the ultimate goal of each individual writer is to find the best that works best for you. So you are I... saying that in Chinese equestrian clubs is the always a mixture. A mixture of you know systems and all the riding ways, riding methods in China because we it's a new thing in China. We don't really have um, a base, a basic idea of uh, of what what it is about. So we just imported uh, many different ways and ended up maybe Chinese stables, Chinese equestrian clubs, and riders. They they choose or they mix up a little bit everything and come up with their ways. Yeah, exactly. You, you take the best of every system. I sometimes have a saying for people. I said, I have the German legs, I have the French hand, and I have the American body. Mm -hmm. But other writers might find that they would be more the German body mm -hmm. as well as the leg, or mm -hmm. they might be you know, focus on one side of emphasize on one system over another. Mm -hmm. So I think China is a absorbing, it's like a sponge, it's absorbing mm -hmm. all the different parts of the world. And eventually we will have a system of our own that mm -hmm. fits all the needs of our, our body physique. Uh, at the moment, we don't have our own sport horse to mm -hmm. speak of, but I think that will be in the future as well. Yes, right. Okay. Now you are the head coach at Shanghai County Town Club, which is a very small and beautiful, I would say, a very luxury club in in the heart of Shanghai, Pudong. I also know that many luxury brands in China are hosting events with your club in your clubhouse. They send their VIPs or guests to ride horses uh, in your club. And I wonder why those luxury brands want to have some kind of connection with equestrian clubs and equestrian sports and how it works. Yeah. In China, horse riding or equestrian club to most people is still somewhat upper class royalty. Um, it's not so common. It's just mm -hmm. like hacking in the field. It's not like that. They still think of it as a wealthy people's sport. Mm -hmm. So when they think of it like that, Obviously, they associate the luxury brands, the, the sports cars, the jewelry, all the stuff that mm -hmm. being wealthy. Mm -hmm. So it, it kind of comes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And the luxury brands have been quite successful in China. So the reason why we established our club being in an upper class, we thought that uh, to keep the culture and keep a little bit of this upper class is actually important to, to have that set up high and say, hey, the expectation to become a good equestrian is not just wealthy, but to have to have the culture, have to uh, have some understanding of the mm -hmm. culture is not just 
because it's expensive. Mm -hmm. So when they combine the lifestyle, it's not just the car. Now the horses is part of your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're promoting it. So when we do these events, um, the luxury car people have a lot of clientele already. They have their Ferrari club. They have their Bentley club. By adding the element of the royal sport, such mm -hmm. as the equestrian, mm -hmm. to their luxury car, mm -hmm. it kind of make it even more so and brings their clientele into another life, into the real lifestyle. It's not just the cars. Mm -hmm. So the luxury lifestyle is not just car. It's cars, mm -hmm. horses, jewelry, perhaps food, wine. Mm -hmm. So many of our events have uh, the English afternoon tea, we have wine, mm -hmm. we have food. So we create the whole ambient and environment for mm -hmm. them to really enjoy what we call a complete lifestyle. It's not just the cars, it is a lifestyle. So when they come, they would enjoy our clubhouse, they will enjoy the food, and I normally give a bit of a talk about horses mm -hmm. the history of the horses the mm -hmm. history of equestrian why why there's an equestrian and i i normally even dressed up as a uh, master a hun hunter mm -hmm. uh, attire so that they can see oh there's also the culture of clothing it's it's the attire that is also part of it. It's not mm -hmm. just the horses, it's everything. Yeah. They have a chance to get on a horse, we let them around, mm -hmm. let them have a time to take pictures. Mm -hmm. And obviously it's a social media era, mm -hmm. so people love to take pictures. Yeah. And I think this is part of the introduction to many of the people who are not familiar with the lifestyle mm -hmm. of equestrianism. The important message here is that you have to not only be a very good writer's coach, but also a good storyteller. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> as every position, you need to be a little bit of a storyteller. Uh, I think to, to spread a message or to let people know something, you need to say things that they can understand yeah. and uh, you could be part of them as you, you you don't need to be so high up that they cannot understand you anymore yeah. and then you lose the chance to communicate so yeah, yeah you're right <laughs> yeah a very good communicator and connecting pe uh, people around you so logos whole very thank you very much for uh coming to our programs today and uh, it's very exceptional and very interesting experience you have in China and of course very impressive background you have overseas. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Guys, if you're interested in knowing more about Shanghai County Down Club, especially their unique and innovative business model, please go back to Season 1, Episode 19. It will definitely help you to better understand the landscape of Chinese equestrian clubs, in particular when it comes to the use of land in China. Well, guys, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us comment. It helps us to promote this program so that more people from the industry can listen to our podcast and get to know more about the equine market in China. We would appreciate it if you could help us with this. We will keep on going in bringing more updated information and market insights to you in this weekly podcast. Okay, Jojo, you take care. We speak again on next Monday. 
All right, you too. See you. This podcast is co-hosting by Zoe King and Jojo Wang, powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equine community in China.